sort of. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, we're going to start producing these mini episodes, but yeah. first off, this is Frozen Turf. I'm Nico Mariani. Nino Mariani. And like I said, this is going to be our first mini episode. We want to give you guys content every week, at least once, like we promised at the beginning of this, but... Yeah. Uh, of course, our lives kind of get in the way, and you know, Connor and Cole, it's kind of hard for them to get to the studio all the time, and you know, yeah. and I live here. So right. We can actually make this happen quite frequently, so mm-hmm. we're, got, we're glad to do it. We're happy for the listeners. We are thankful for everybody out there listening to us, so we'll give everybody an update of what's going on this week, uh, some some cool news in sports and some bad news in sports. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and let's lead off. Let's crash in Nash like we always do. Let's talk some Preds, and you know we get some uh, free reign here, don't we? Yeah, mm. yeah. With well, the other guys, for sure. <clears throat> well, we got our—we're on our own timeline here. So, mm-hmm. first off, the Preds went on a road trip, complete sweep of the New York State. Yep, uh, pretty cool. Uh, go out and beat the Devils. Go out and beat the Rangers. I believe they beat—they—they they didn't play Buffalo. I don't think they did not. They didn't play Buffalo. Um, Played the Islanders as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they—the uh, Islanders, I think, what that had a. Somebody had a parlay, right, for the Islanders, for the Preds to beat the Islanders, and then Anaheim to win, and it was a hundred thousand dollar parlay to win three hundred thousand dollars. Fucking, and that parlay won out, won. Yeah. but it was looking a little hairy because the Predators were down by two, two at one point, right, yeah. uh, leading into the second. Yeah, so, that's what I thought. So. Yeah, the Preds, uh, Preds go out and win a big road trip, put themselves two points back in the West mm-hmm. from the number one overall spot in the Western Division. I did not see this happening. I still don't know how much of it is real, but it feels real. Uh, right. It feels real for the first time this season, uh, I guess up until today, right? Mm-hmm. And today you hear around the NHL, COVID outbreak. Yep. And we're back in... Basically, sports are now getting hit hard by the Omicron Percy I-8 <laughs> variant. Um, and no, he's not just watching television shows. No. No, he's coming for what, our what are those? What, the, the nibblers? Was no, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lila would eat the... <laughs> the, the nibblers, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. They were <laughs> Omicron babies. That's right. <laughs> that's a good episode. Yeah. Just for everybody that doesn't know, we're talking about Futurama. Right. But anyways... Um, Preds got hit hard today. They haven't announced exactly who other than uh, Johansson. Ryan Sunday, Johansson's right? on the COVID list, but apparently a couple other players. Five other players on the mm-hmm. Predators tested today, yeah. reportedly. Apparently, yeah. There's been no confirmation of that yet. Um, our game tonight was already postponed due to Calgary's right. outbreak, um, which sucks for the fans that have tickets for that game. Stuff, right. right. We were supposed to practice, I believe, but that practice got postponed. Yeah, and a lot of teams are going into, like, shutdown kind mm-hmm. of mode right now, including in the NFL, the Rams and the Lions both yeah. kind of went into a shut the facilities down, get everybody home, quarantine a little bit, get everybody back into the facility. Yeah, which is, which is which is hard because the NHL made a huge, huge effort of getting almost every single Most person Most of these guys vaccinated. are fully vaccinated. The Predators yeah. are a fully vaccinated team. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, even if you're vaccinated, you're going to probably catch right. it. You might not have any real effects right but you're gonna catch it um it's just it's even if you're fully vaccinated with the booster shot you're gonna probably catch it i mean your symptoms are going to be less nothing less likely and it's you're it's your your percentage of going into the hospital 
is dramatically reduced almost to nothing. Right. But I mean, and that's what you want. Um, but the chance of spreading it to somebody that is not vaccinated is higher. And that's what they don't want. Right. Because right? I mean, fans are going to attend. And somebody's it's an indoor sport too. Right. So there's even with the outdoor mentality of football, especially now with the Predators and Bridgestone not checking vaccination status. Nope, it's a big, uh, big deal now. Yeah, um, but all that stuff aside, the Predators' performance. Let's talk a little bit about yeah. that because a team that to me for the last two three years seems soft on the ice. They mm-hmm. were pushed around. The Predators could not maintain or sustain or come back in a game if they weren't leading. Um, and like I said, they couldn't maintain or sustain a lead either because they get pushed around physically. I believe the Predators are like number or in the top five as far as like coming back from a deficit this year. Um, as well as I know their power plays in the top, I believe, 10 in the NHL. Yeah, I can look that up real quickly. Um, and I believe their penalty kill is pretty high up there too. Um they're playing good hockey. UC Saros is playing good hockey. You're not really getting good backup goaltending outside of this road uh, trip. The Preds' power play percentage right now, they are the eighth in the league with 23.7%. Yeah. Top 10 from the worst. Last year. Correct, last year. yeah. Um, and I, don't, I don't even know if it was the worst last year. I think it was the year before that that they were the worst. I think last year. They were was, bottom of barrel. They were still bottom yeah. of barrel. They had some improvements. Yeah. Uh, guys like Duchesne, um, guys like Ryan Johansson, even though he's been out, both of them have been out. Forsberg, um, mm-hmm. even your young guys, Ellie Tovenin, um, McCarron, Fabro. You're getting contributions all across the board. Of course, Roman Yossi's going to do Roman Yossi things. He's, yep. he's out there being the captain that you want him to be. Right. Um, I mean, he's showing off that Norris Trophy that he just won. You know? Two years ago. He didn't win it last year, did he? No, he did. He won the Norris last year? He won the Norris Trophy last year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. They, last year even, was such was, a disappointment. I guess I kind of... Well, it's because the, they did it... Like, the award ceremony was, like, virtual. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Um, but... Predators are number five in shots per game. Shots per game. 29.7. Uh, they're ripping it, man. They really are. Um, the big thing I've noticed, like I said, is they're not playing soft hockey. They're playing hard, physical hockey. I believe they're number one in the NHL in... Fighting majors, uh, which is ah, they are, yeah they are incredible to me. I mean, I, it's mm-hmm. a team that I could rarely ever see fight on any given night is fighting almost every night, and they're not guys you want fighting every time. But they're also guys that obviously some frustrations are being let out, um, and the team rallies around a lot of that physicality. That's what you want. Well, a big person who does that is that Tanner Jano kid who's he's scoring too. He's scoring, and I, I mean. Oil made me look like a fool. Made a lot of people. It's not just you. A lot of people were like, you're giving up Callie Yarncrock, which you and I did not like Callie, but everybody was like, you're protecting somebody else. You know, I think, well, I was like, you're, you're not protecting. He didn't protect Matt Duchesne or Ryan Johansson. Yeah, but he knew they wouldn't take that. Right, right. But like over Tanner Janot. Yeah. And everybody was like, who the hell is Tanner Janot? Right. And then this kid's come out and he's proven that, he has a spot on this team, I think, for a while. He saw something in him. Yeah. Um, something I didn't see. Because, I mean, Tanner Janot is number five on the team in goals with six. That's six pretty goals. incredible. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Johansson, Roman Yossi, Philip Forsberg, and Matthew Shane are the leaders. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty incredible to me. I can't... Like I said, going from a team the last two years, that has been nothing but an utter disappointment yep. to a team now that... 
could fuck around and do something in the playoffs if you well, give them a chance. Now I'll say the top echelon of competition in the NHL is pretty scary. Colorado is a scary team. Uh, they are, but their goaltender is not great. That's no, who. That's the that's their problem. It will be a problem. Um, some bitch. Uh, I mean, we're fine. We're doing better than Colorado right now. Oh, well, right now, but right. like as far as competition goes, they're they're a pretty scary competition. Yeah. But on the East, if you're looking at the East, Carolina and Florida are intimidating. Yeah. Those are intimidating. I mean, Florida's number one in the league. And those are two teams to me. Even without are, their coach now. Their Stanley uh, Cup. coach is gone. Yeah. Yeah, which we've talked about that already right. in the podcast. Um, but, I mean, what's crazy is that the Predators are number 10 right now in the league. Yeah, 10th overall. They're in the, I mean, it's and just, the only thing that separates them from being number one is five points. Which is incredible right. from where I thought this team would be last year. Yeah. yeah. I think it also has to do with I can't watch a goddamn game. Thanks, Bally Sports. I Thanks. Know. I mean, I mean, just come on, man. Come worst, on. Worst, con- like, worst contract in television. I just, how could you not find another I don't know how they're not bleeding deal. money. Like, how is that? Bally Sports? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cable subscriptions don't exist anymore, so I don't really understand it myself. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, one thing I, I think we talked about last podcast so we can mention on this one is what the fuck with those jerseys, dude. Oh. <laughs> I still cannot get over those. Those are roller hockey jerseys. Those are, you know, so... it's We're talking about the Arena League jerseys, yeah. by the way. Um, well, the the... Stadium series, stadium series Sorry. jerseys, the whatever the Navy, the Navy Federal Credit Union, um, stadium series that's happening in. Um, Look at you throwing out the sponsorship. Yeah, it's happening at um, Nissan Stadium at February twenty sixth. I think you're right. It's on Mitchell's birthday, so that's oh, okay. how I know. Um. So. Yeah, and actually, Mitchell's buying tickets. He's going to be right behind us. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did you know what seats we were in? Uh, Cole texted me because Mitchell wanted to know. But, yeah, he's okay. going to be right behind us with Mia. So Nice. Um, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, those jerseys, it's just, it, I don't know how you can come so close to being so, like, so close to being, like, to victory and then just immediately failing. Like the teaser that you put out, everybody loved it. Everybody blue was blue and yellow, you know. So like everyone was happy well, to have a blue jersey. Every again. exactly, everybody wanted a navy blue jersey because they were getting tired of the yellow. Like yellow was getting overused, and they, especially in this new Adidas um, cut where they have no blue whatsoever in the trim, and so people were getting tired of it, and. You finally put a blue, a navy blue jersey out ever since the the last alternative jersey, which I didn't like because of the checkers. Right. I don't like the checkers on. The, I don't the, mind the checkers compared to whatever the fuck this jersey well, is. Well, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely better. Um, <laughs> Could have put the checker jerseys back yeah, out but, of the ice, and I would have liked them more. Yeah, but I mean, still, the I checkers think checkers yellow and don't put yeah. the red in the eye of the predator. Yeah, but people love that shit for some reason. I don't yeah, understand I don't it. That. But, um, yeah, and then you put this huge, huge block lettering of Smashville. 
And nobody in the state of Tennessee calls it Smashville. Other than your ticket. Other rep. than right. Other than the PR. <laughs> other, other than your and then Chris rep. Mason. You coming and, to Smashville this season? And Nico. fucking Willie Donick. Like those are the only forty five dollars a month. Only, we can get you tickets to Smashville. Those are the only people that call the Nashville Predators Smashville, and it's really, really upsetting that they put that on a jersey now i was saying i was saying it would look fine as a patch it would look completely okay as a patch on the shoulder blade um or on the the top of the shoulders as a patch as just the pick as the logo with just the pick as the logo and somebody made that design and it looks completely okay yeah but adidas of course couldn't do that I don't know who the hell the designer is. And then somebody tried to come out and be like, oh, well, the Stadium Series jerseys for a while now have lo- have They're always all had, fucked up. have always been this quirky thing that always has this weird thing. Like the Capitals jer- Stadium Series jersey just said caps, you know? And I'm like, I, okay, well, then the, is that the fault of the Stadium Series always being quirky? Or is this the fault of whoever's designing these Stadium Series just being garbage at designing because right. nobody likes them. Yeah. If nobody likes them and like, and it's your least selling jerseys, why keep on making them like this? Like the Colorado ones last year and um, the Kings, I think the LA Kings, with the, which was a skate, yep. like going down like a hill. Awful, terrible, awful jerseys. Yeah. Like, like the Colorado logo is great. And then you make it the entire Jersey. The Kings logo is great. Yeah. The iconic, like 60s, 70s right. Kings jer- logos. Fucking right. amazing. Right. Jerry Buss Kings years. Yeah. Right. And they still use the black and white Kings instead of making it purple and gold. Like yeah, I have no, knows? like it makes no who sense. Knows? So that's, I, I, you're right though. Whoever's designing for Adidas, whoever's their lead designer definitely should get fired. Well, as we, I see that we have a Smashville poster in our, <laughs> we didn't buy that. We didn't buy that. It's still cool. Yeah, but we didn't buy that. Oh, that's funny though. I we just realized it. it. It's that's... just the same. It literally, I when I when the jersey came out, I walked in and Katie and I were both complaining about it. And then I looked at Katie's shirt, and her shirt said Smashville. And I was, <laughs> I literally looked at her, and I was like, "You and I are agreeing on this, but your shirt says Smashville." And she was like. I bought it at like a TJ Maxx and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the predators try to market it as Smashville, which is whatever. And that's fine. Like every team has something like that. I get it. But like, it's not meant for the fans of the actual, no, it's meant for like other fans it's to meant come for that in. post. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I, that's where I want to see Smashville, not on right. New Jersey. It's meant for the Airbnb that somebody's renting from like St. Louis to come in. Right. You know? No, a hundred percent agree. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk some Titans. Uh, I've had my ups and downs with the Predators. Overall, doing good as a team. Adidas, thanks for fucking us again on jerseys. Let's talk some Tennessee Titans. So Titans go on Sunday against the Jags and shut them out twenty to nothing. Mm-hmm. Pretty dominant performance by the defense against a team you would hope you'd be dominant against. Yeah, not many takeaways from the game. Julio had a. A, a couple, couple good catches. Rounds. Yeah. Um, I liked him getting back into the offense. Yeah. Uh, the he pass said he protection really good. is still bottom six in mm-hmm. the NFL, which is why Ryan, you're not seeing Ryan Tannehill take the downfield. He chances. has the most sacks in the league. Like, yeah, and that's not good. Um, and I'm just surprised that he's not one of those people on the injured reserve list. A hundred percent, because you know he's. He has been doing it all since Henry went out. And there's nobody. The defense has definitely stood up, scored points. 
made games close, but Ryan Tannehill's kept us in games. Yeah. Even that Patriots game did not get out of hand until the third, fourth quarter. Right. And he and a couple of those interceptions were not his fault. No. And I mean it was it was <laughs> monsooning outside, so I mean I can't really Right. Blame too much on him, especially when you're supposed to be pass when you're supposed to be running the ball during a monsoon. Right. And you don't have your best runner on the field. Um you would hope that this week you get a bunch of guys coming back. You get uh like Tier Tart, Bud Dupree, you get a bunch of those guys back from the IR list, not even COVID or yep. anything. Um, you get a bunch of those guys back from IR, and you're hoping that uh, even more your defense stands out against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's playing for the playoffs. They lose this game, they're out of the playoffs. So Shit, you're going to have that. a hungry Pittsburgh Steelers team. Now the NFL is going through the same thing that the NHL is. They had 75 players league-wide test positive for COVID today. Um, you can't necessarily blame that. That's fine. You can't necessarily <laughs> blame I already find myself earlier when my ESPN notification went off. Um, you can't necessarily blame the NFL, but the NFL is way less transparent about who's vaccinated and who's not. Um but obviously the protocols are going to be stepped up. The teams cannot afford rescheduling and rescheduling is too much of a pain in the ass for a lot of these stadiums and stuff. So it'll be the, the games will be played. They'll just be played with practice squad players. That's scary. We've seen what the Titans look like with practice squad players. They lose to the Houston Texans. Yep. Now, that being said, I don't think anybody from the Steelers or the Titans really popped that bad. Um, I think that you're going to get a pretty decent product on the field come Sunday. Now it's a, it's CBS primetime. It's the, it's the Tony Romo game on Sunday. So a well, lot of eyes around you, the nation will be on the Titans Steelers game. What what do you think is a solution to this? Because do you think that you go without fans again? I don't think there really is a solution to be quite honest. I don't think there's a solution because Cause you could try to go without fans again. You financially run the risk of like really more detrimenting, like you run the risk of further detriment to the finances of the league, which are already really bad across the board in all sports. And I think what we're going to have to realize as a society eventually is you might just get COVID like you really might. And it, as long as you're vaccinated, you're not going to get that sick. Uh, and you're going to have bursts of, Hey, we're going to have to reschedule this game or that game. Like you're seeing in the NHL, or you take a one to two week pause. You can't do that in the NFL. You I think that's can't. true. Eventually, when we have a drug that, if somebody gets sick, can limit because you know, the vaccine can help, but there are drugs for the flu that can limit symptoms immediately. Right. Um, which we don't have for COVID yet. There are drugs that are in experiment phases right now. Um, I think that will be the case when that happens. Right. And we're just going to treat COVID like the flu eventually. Um, but right now I think it's just too close, too soon to call. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, I, I think the world is just going to eventually come to that where it's just going to turn into the flu. And once that drug does eventually come out, it's everything's it's just going to be treated like the flu. And if somebody catches COVID, hopefully you're vaccinated and hopefully that you can just go to the pharmacy grab the medication. Right. And then ho you just, you'll be fine. 
you'd hope um you would hope um but i mean as far as the titans go you just hope that come playoffs come this little run uh you don't have any problems that's the only thing that you can really hope for right now because you're looking at possibly getting derrick henry back derrick henry back before the playoffs which is Insane, but if you can get him back for the Miami game, I need that man to take all of the vaccines at once. (laughs) (laughs) I need the J and J, Moderna, and Pfizer all coursing through his system. I I wonder if he is vaccinated because I see him with a mask a lot at the press conferences. I just think he's just cautious. So that is even. I mean, I'm triple vaccinated. I still wear a vaccine. I still wear a mask at work. Yeah. I mean, from the standpoint in the NFL, the rule is if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask during press conferences. And if you're not, you don't. Yeah. And you see a lot of people that don't, that you know are unvaccinated. That was the huge deal with Aaron Rodgers. But think of, yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, as you know, is a fucking, he's a basket case with all this stuff. Yeah. But Derrick Henry protects his body like it's a. I would hope so. With a, I mean, he cherishes his his own body like it's a temple. So I think that he would want to protect himself no matter what. Even he I think he's the type of person that's vaccinated, washes his hands profusely, and wears a mask. Well, I, that's just so. like kind of the person I think he is. Because I think, like uh, you see I, how he cherishes his body. Look, I, I think he cherishes his body both physically and like protects himself through germs as well. You look at him like everyone does. I mean, the dude's a role model, right, for yeah. a lot of people, uh, which is why he was also nominated for the Wal- Walter Payton Year of the War. The, mm-hmm. I cannot speak By the Titans, him. yes. Uh, by the Titans. I'm fucking Cole's not even here, and I got much yeah. mouth. Um, I, mean, I think he's completely deserving of it. He is an outstanding guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a stand-up dude. Just yeah. today alone, he donated to like 500 families yeah. in Jacksonville for Christmas presents and yeah. stuff. Uh, which is, I mean, I mean, he last year during the tornado that happened last year, he was out there in the streets helping people. I'm surprised. I'm. I wouldn't be shocked that someone come out this year that he didn't do the same thing for the people in I Tennessee. Doubt, I doubt he's putting any motion on that foot right now, but <laughs> I, I bet he's walking minimally. Well, he might throw out some cash. I don't know. Yeah, drive down on the road. Uh, I, I, I don't see that necessarily, but I hope he's not. I hope he's sitting his ass at home, and I hope that foot's getting better because I need the throw out his entourage. I need the Titans to win the Super Bowl. I need Michigan to win the national championship. I need those two things. <laughs> I'm speaking. You have, them a, you, have a, you have a parlay out. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, I have a pretty large yeah. parlay out. Yeah, yeah, Thank uh, you. And uh, it's it's a it's a life changing parlay. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a continually I keep putting more money into it parlay. Oh, okay. There's I, multiple I, <laughs> multiple ten dollar. T- <laughs> so. Anyways. Um, all I'm saying is it's like plus eight thousand odds. So, mm. Mm. anyways, um, Titans this week. Like I said, they play the Steelers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger has not looked like the same player. He just isn't. He can't move no. the ball with his legs like he used to. You think this is his last year? Oh, he's already announced he's retiring. Oh, is he? Season. Yeah, wow. Ben Roethlisberger announced he's this is his last <sighs> season with the Steelers. Um, quarterbacks. The the game of quarterbacks is changing. He's older though. He's like almost. He's almost forty. You know, and he's won two Super. Yeah, Bowls. I'm just saying like. The only person that I can imagine from my childhood that is like the quarterbacks that were winning like Super Bowls that's left is Tom Brady. And I guess Aaron Rodgers, but like. Aaron eh. Rodgers is younger than Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady is the anomaly. Right. It'll always be that way. I mean, he's just, like I said, he wants, like I've said before, he he wants to play till 45 is what he said. So 
if that happens and he keeps dogging on everyone. I mean, the Bucks are one of the best teams in the NFL again this year, which we saw coming. I mean, you see the money they spent on players again. And it's the what happens in the NBA is the players want to win a championship, so they all team up on one team to win a championship. And yeah. they got more of them in the offseason this year. You're seeing that kind of happen with the Rams right now. You're going to have a bunch of people going to the Rams to try to make that Super Bowl attempt, but they got to get through the Bucks. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not ever going to bet against Tom Brady. I don't know about you guys, but you know, you got a prediction for this week's score between against the Steelers. Yeah, against the Steelers. I'm going to say it's not going to be a goose egg like this last game. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Titans. 27 Steelers 21 I'm going 26-24 Titans uh, Three field goal Two touchdown You think game. Fat Randy's gonna start Hitting again like Fat Randy Because he hasn't been playing you know, too well you don't, have any many, you don't have any other choices man um, And I believe it's a home game here this week So I'm not sure I mean I'd have to look that up But I believe it's a home game And I don't think the What do you think's going on with Fat Randy? He's not. I mean, he missed one field goal. Nah, the game before he wasn't. He missed like three against the Patriots. I didn't think he missed three against the Patriots. He missed a lot. I think. I think he just missed one. I think he just missed this one the other day, and then everyone's freaking out. I mean, it was a bad miss. It was forty-two degrees outside. There was no wind, and the sun was out, and he fucking shanked it. I don't really understand that, but. I don't know, man. Kickers are weird. Uh, I think everyone in the NFL will tell you. I mean, every team. I mean, kicking isn't automatic for anybody but the Ravens. I mean, unless you have Justin Tucker, your kicking isn't automatic. I mean, you got guys like Robbie Gold having an interesting season. Matt Prater's having an interesting season. There's a lot of kickers out there that are not necessarily having career years. So, it is what it is. I mean, you're going to see Randy... Kick field goals into the playoffs. We're not going to get another kicker. That's just how it's going to work. Uh, you got to have faith in the guy. Put it out there. Titans are winning the Super Bowl. There it is. And Randy will win it. And Randy's going to win it. <laughs> yeah, there you Fat go. Randy's going to win it. Fat Randy's going to win the Super Bowl on a kick. I'm saying it right insanity. now. Insanity. Against the Bucks. That'd be an insane Against story. The Bucks. Ryan Tannehill and Fat Randy starting it off at Texas A&M and riding it out into the, it's the revenge shorts after Tom Brady said, what the fuck? Why did they sign Ryan Tannehill? He no, wanted to come no, to... that came out. It wasn't Ryan Tannehill. He it so... said it wasn't. And then he also, in the same vein, says 90% of what he says at press conferences are lies. Really? I didn't know that. So there. He made that comment on the shop with LeBron James. Oh. And then when they asked him about it, he goes, no, I wasn't talking about them. Oh. So there but i don't know i i like i said 26 24 it'll be a close game uh titans will win it by the skin of their teeth but that next game is against the 49ers aj brown's supposed to come back the rest of your team's supposed to come back by that game the next game coming up or the the two games out <clears throat> so the titans have remaining the pittsburgh steelers the 49ers the texans and the dolphins those are their remaining four games. Right now, I could see them winning three of those four. I could see them winning the Steelers, Dolphins, and the Texans. Just not the 49ers. 49ers is a tough game. Kittle's if everybody well. comes back, well, George Kittle is hurt. Is he? 
He he left. Did the he just game. get hurt last game? Yeah, he like left the game and 49ers crumbled. I thought is what I read or what I saw. If George Kittle is not in the game, 49ers don't play well. It's just I mean he's he's targeted like 20 times a game. It's the most by any tight yeah. end in the NFL. If Jimmy G doesn't have him, they're in trouble. If they do, we're in trouble. Yeah, it's just, I mean, but George Kittle loves Nashville, so maybe he takes it easy on us. Maybe, 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 for, maybe Forsberg whispers in his ear. That's his boy. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, by the 49ers, our defense should be completely all back, right? You hope. And That's our defense is and playing. AJ Brown, and you should be able to get some sort of like wide receiver kind of base going again. You're gonna have problems if you don't. You gotta hope if AJ you get AJ back. Julio and then. Um, Westbrook Aquino is playing West, really good. Westbrook Aquino is playing good, and I think he's if you get AJ and Julio, and then you have Westbrook Aquino as a third. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good. They have good, some. They have two other pretty. I mean, Chester Rogers is good. I just wish they would stop using. And then kick Deontay Foreman's not a bad running. No, back. he's been playing pretty good. I wish they would have used Hilliard a little more in that last. I did. Game. I do too. Um, I think he made one mistake, and they like benched him for it. Yeah. And I didn't really agree with that. I think they, they're worried about the fumble trouble. Well, Foreman has fumble problems too. Yeah, I just think they're, they're both they're they both have they're both the ball. fumble prone. Yeah, yeah. so I, it's just crazy to me because like you should run him as a tandem. You didn't do that, and you got Deontay Foreman right. hurt in the last game, and then you put that right. fucking McNichols in in the second half, who does nothing. I, he's a better slot receiver than he is a running. back. Yeah, he's a scat back. Right. Why the fuck are we giving him handoffs? I don't know. It'll never. I don't know those decisions. Play action, run him as a scat. Back. I do not. He understand does really that. well as that. that I'll never position. understand that. So yeah, but I don't know. Forty uh, ers That's going to be definitely a hard game. Um, I I don't know uh, that one. I I actually see the Titans winning that game over winning a Dolphins game because yeah. that's how the Titans all work. So yeah. well, I. <laughs> Dolphins are not bad right now. Dolphins are in the hunt. They're six and seven, or seven and six. They're one of them. They can make the playoffs. So, is Tua playing? Tua is playing. He's not. He's playing efficiently. He's not necessarily playing standout. I'm a great quarterback. Football. Yeah. But then again, his pass protection isn't great either. So. Right. How much can you expect a guy to go downfield when he only has two, three seconds to get rid of the ball every single snap? You know that. You know there is one person in that last game. I want Taylor Lewan. He had not the greatest game. I didn't think he had a bad game the last game. I thought it was fifty-fifty for me. I thought that other guy on the right side had a pretty bad game. Uh, the guy who kept getting the holding calls. Um. <clears throat> And then you can't go a Titans game without Roger Saffold going down. I was about to say, Saffold got hurt again. Yeah, but like, he came back. I know, but, but like... He goes down like two or three times a game. What and the fuck? Is the man I made of glass? I mean, I guess, man. It also shows how hard of a sport football is and how much these guys are literally going out there and beating the hell out of each other. I mean, it's tough. I mean, the more you watch it, the more I realize that it's just... These guys are going out there and they're putting... I mean... Could you imagine how you how a body feels after sitting in that just fucking skirmish line that is an offensive and defensive line 
and pushing at each other I, every day. I mean, I remember. Like, I, I, I played a little bit. And Imagine you and I when we get in, like, little shoving matches yeah. and how we feel the next day. Imagine doing that for fucking 60 snaps. I mean, I, I remember a little bit when I played football. It's the only sport that I actually really hurt myself and and actually dislocated my knee, and that sucked. So, but, but yeah, I mean, Taylor Juan, he had a bad game to start the season. I think game one of the season was Taylor Juan's, like, true bad game. I think since then, Taylor Juan hasn't been too bad. Um, they Would, just have to protect Ryan Tannehill more. Right. Yeah. I mean, hit him out, we're done. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Taylor Lewan out, you're kind of fucked too. I mean, you're. It's a guy. Yes, and no. I mean, Taylor Lewan has been out for what, like six games this season. I think he's only been out for like three or four. But I mean, still to that point, like you got to have everyone healthy. You can't. Yeah. I mean, you, I, expect, I mean, during the playoffs, yeah. The Cardinals what? are finally getting hurt and banged up. So you're. Seeing I was just them about to say. I mean, off. like. That game yesterday kind of showed, like, the Cardinals, yeah, they were great in the beginning of the season, but, like, Kyler Murray's kind of showing his rookiness again. Like, he's not – he doesn't have the wherewithal that these veteran quarterbacks have when it comes down to pressure, you know? Right, Um, and and you are going to see that with these rookie quarterbacks. You're going to see the the struggles. Um, And he's not a rookie. He's a sophomore, but it's still the inexperienced at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah, inexperienced. I mean, Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I would take Ryan Tannehill any day of the week at, you know, fourth quarter, 30 seconds left over Titans. Mm. Titans have proved it over and over and over again. That'd be a tough one for me, but but I guess I could see it. I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing, but, you know. But anyways, what else we got to talk about from Nashville? Uh, we already talked to MLS last time Colt was on. Yeah. Um, them getting eliminated. I think I think that's kind of yeah. everything. Um, there's another big push to bring MLB to Nashville, the Nashville Stars. We'll see if that happens. I don't know. Right. Um, I would be happy if it didn't at this point. I don't want more traffic. Yeah. Um, but I think that's all we got really for this yeah. week, man. Yeah, um, save more for the full podcast. Good little mini sode. We'll yeah. see everybody this weekend for sure. Uh, for Frozen Turf, I'm Nico Mariani, Nico M on all social media platforms. I'm Nino Mariani at Finding Nino 63. Thanks everybody for listening. We really do appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, guys. Thank you.